0: try of the day goes to the Kangaroos. The Jets are in for another try. Try Lions! They play from in front. Workers lead 4-0. Tigers win it after the bell! And they will play from in front this afternoon, the Rams. Picton leads the grand final. Fill me wins that epic grand final. Ten years on, they are top of the pops again.
1: It's that time of the week again. The match of the
0: round in Group 6 of Country Rugby League. Brought to you by the team at Group 6 League Live. It's that time of the week once again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Season 2021. Welcome to Group 6 Extra Time. I'm Mike Sheen. It is wonderful to have your company as we say hello. And welcome to the Happy New Year edition, the season preview edition of Group 6 Extra Time. We are together for the first time this year in person alongside me, Craig Davis. Hello and welcome.
1: Welcome and thank you for tuning in to us and I hope you've all got, I hope you've all had a very happy Christmas and uh, festive season and like us, can't wait for the footy to kick off.
0: No, absolutely not. We are champing at the bit, Craig, and uh, it's been a big off-season, plenty to get through. Unfortunately, we do have to start on a bit of a downer uh, a little bit of sad news to commence the uh, the season. We have had a couple of people pass away, uh, unfortunately. We'll talk about them just briefly off the top. Uh, a man that you got to know quite well, uh, Craig, you knew, certainly knew him better than I did, uh, Jeff Blacker, sadly passed away a few months ago. And our condolences to the Blacker family and all those that knew him.
1: Yeah, Jeff was a life member of Group 6, also a life member of the um, Oaks, Club as well, mm. being heavily involved with the A's over the years, I got to know Jeff quite a bit because I actually sat on the um, Group Six judiciary mm. with Jeff Blacker and uh, funny bugger,
0: yes, funny bugger, <laughs> never short of a line, was nah, he?
1: <laughs> had a had a quite a few run-ins when I was um, ground manager and doing stuff in Narellan, and uh, especially we had one of the coaches, him and Mick Janelli kept butting <laughs> heads all the time. So I had I, to,
0: try- I find that hard to I, believe. I
1: had to, I had to get in between. Jeff and uh, Mick a few times, but um, the good thing with Jeff is you might have had an argument with him at uh, 3 o'clock and at 4.30 in the afternoon he'd it, shake your hand and say, see you next week. It's all over. So he'd never, never held a grudge. He no. was one of the nicest men I ever met and it to be a, a sad day or a big loss for Group 6 Rugby League.
0: It certainly was and I'll echo those sentiments. A lovely man to deal with. Uh, I didn't get to know him as much as you did but as you said, a wicked sense of humour. Loved uh, stirring that pot whenever he could at, at everyone expense and uh yes yeah, certainly they say uh,
1: some people are born with a silver spoon in their mouth he was born with a wooden spoon because <laughs> yeah. he just loved <laughs> to stir
0: stirring everybody and, and i'm certain his favorite targets were uh group six committee members among others oh 100 <laughs>
1: 100
0: but we certainly will uh miss jeff uh i loved his uh oaks tigers was a, a lot i'm sure he was a life member out there and yeah uh, he was a life member of the oaks a life member of group six yeah, we certainly extend our condolences to the family and to all those who knew him, especially at DCO. And the second one, somebody I got to know, or by association, I got to know him a little bit uh, better. Keith Titmus, the manly forward, uh, who sadly passed away in, in uh, early 2021. I got to work with his brother for a little while in my, uh, in my other life, away from the microphone uh, and when he scored that winning try in the under 20s grand final his brother Jesse uh, who's a local uh, was as proud as punch that he'd scored and he was set to make his debut this year and uh, sadly Keith's uh, not with us so to Jesse and all his family we extend our, our condolences and our thoughts are, are certainly with you I saw a tribute only on the weekend in the New South Wales Cup game between uh, Blacktown and Manly and North sorry uh, there was a, a, a small presentation after the the round one match. So yeah, there's
1: been a, been a fair bit of tragedy. I mean, mm. John Brennan, yes, who was um, a pioneer of rugby league, the schoolboy football, the yes. midweek cops.
0: How, how many times did we hear John Brennan uh, calling the Commonwealth Bank Cup in the early eighties? Oh, mate, he loved loved the
1: Balmain Tigers. He His did. son-in-law was Alan McMahon. Ah, yes, the Balmain fullback who, yes. Who is now sadly no longer with us. Sadly passed uh, away. John was um, his father in law.
0: Yes, loved his rugby league and a a radio doyen among uh, many highlights in his career the likes of Jones, Hadley, Laws, Zamanik, to name but a few.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's been a. Oh, and as recently as last night, Doug Parkinson.
0: Yes, yes, of course. Uh, Passed away recently. Uh, Now, we'll we'll move forward. Uh, So, news from around the traps in the off-season. Got to say, everyone's keeping their cards very close to their chest. There's really not a lot coming out in the way of big news out of the clubs.
1: No, the only only big names we've seen that's been highlighted on Facebook pages and everything is the Lions Mm. with... The GOAT, Jeremy Lattimore. <laughs> yeah. You know, the man who played more games off the interchange bench <laughs> than anyone in the NRL history. Bryson Goodwin is another one that an they've outstanding
0: got. outstanding signing. You know? Both of them, outstanding signings. So even just adding those two to the Mittagong list, which wasn't a bad list last year. You look at the likes of Economos, Townsend. Well,
1: Jeremy Lattimore adds that <clears throat> bit of um, experience to a, young, to a young group of players. Mm. All clubs need an old head. Yeah. Like Camden had Benny Weir for years. Yes. Might not have been the world's greatest footballer, but he just had that steadying influence yep. and he had the experience on his on his side yep. and he could lead the young guys around the park. They could learn a lot from him. Oh, and I think the Middagon guys are going to learn a lot from Mr. Lattimore.
0: And when you pair him with Adam Good... With Adam Jeffrey in the back row, sorry. You put Lattimore and Goodwin... Uh, Lattimore and Jeffrey, sorry, in the back row together. That's suddenly a very formidable back row that the Lions have got at their disposal.
1: Definitely, definitely. And I mean, they struggled last year, um, like most clubs. Yeah, certainly, certainly nothing. Their problem was they, one or two of their first graders got injured. They didn't have the depth.
0: There wasn't Now much that there. they
1: picked up these extra players, they and, will have that depth now because these I younger guys heard. had a fair bit of first grade experience. So they can run around in Reggie's
0: to be there if, if any of the first graders fall flat. And I have heard there is another player whose name escapes me who I believe is a country representative who's also signed for the Lions this year. So they've picked up three big signings in the off season, and on paper at least they look infinitely stronger than what they have in the last couple of years with no disrespect to the, the players that are there. Yeah, had
1: a, the, the one thing that we don't know of... Is the new first grade squad the Goannas?
0: No, that. What well, we're Mate, going to talk about them. in who, a, a Who who
1: knows who they've got? I yep. know Narelle's picked up um, Penny Terrapo. Well, that's the big next Parramatta. Well, he only retired at the start of the 20, 2020 20 season. season. Yeah, and um, he's signed on board as um, captain
0: coach. Yep. Uh, so that's a massive signing for the Jets. Um, that'll be a big boost for them just to have someone again that experience around the park.
1: That's what. They, that's what m- most clubs need. Like, yeah, you have a look at all the successful clubs in the last few seasons. Thelmy won the comp last year. Who did they have in the side? They had a Jacob Loco. Yeah. They had a Jake Mullaney. Yep. They had these guys that ha- had played at the NRL level and bringing that experience back to help the young guys, the local players for yeah. their in their
0: clubs. And you, and you look it, at... um, picked them
1: much... before that with what? Michael Lett yeah.
0: and um, Marty Bullock. They've and... now got Talema Tautai down there, who's yep. back for another season. Um, again, first-grade experience is invaluable at this level. Uh, it's going to make such a difference for them.
1: That's it. I mean, that's what it's all about, getting those old heads and helping the young guys through.
0: And, I mean, we could go through the list. You've got the Brasingtons who have moved from the Oaks to Oakdale. Yeah. Um, plenty of experience there. Alec Bush has played at uh, at a fairly high level as well, among others. Yeah. Uh, Brackenhofer out at Camden, the new captain coach Yeah, new this captain year. coach at Camden. He's had... Uh, well, it was high- the half-back...
1: In the last year's grand final,
0: yeah, but but he's had high grade mm, experience as He's also as played well. higher up, yeah. Uh, Mick Stevens at City uh, yep. has certainly played at higher honours than than first grade Group Six, so he's got plenty of experience on the board. Um, yeah, you know, just about every club has got at least one player. One, yeah, one old head who's at least played at um, RMC or Shield level, if not higher.
1: Yeah, some of them have played. Um, what is it, State Cup or New
0: South Wales Cup? Yeah,
1: whatever they call it. There's as yeah. Canterbury Cup, the Intrust Super Cup. Yeah, I think this year it's
0: the knock-on effect Cup.
1: Oh, it's some sort of a, it's some <laughs> sort of cup. Yeah. But yeah, it's, there's a lot of clubs that got players that, and you know, c- clubs have got. Um, ex under 20 players who stopped playing because they couldn't go on anywhere else. Well, you look at the Chris now 20, Browns, now they're 23, 24.
0: The Chris Browns, the Mitchell Brazingtons just, yep. just just to name a, a couple. couple. Yeah. Uh, you've got the Chris Browns, the Mitchell Brazingtons of the world who have played in the under 20 system, certainly aware of what it takes at that next level.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately they for one reason or another they couldn't they didn't go on with it. Yeah. But they've come back and helped once again, helped the local kids come through. Yep. And the Oak- Oakdale's got the big signing with the Brasingtons yeah. for them I mean they picked up a few play- other players from other clubs around the traps but uh, I think the two that will stand out is the Bresington boys
0: absolutely uh, let's go through the teams one by one a bit of a, a preview of each of the first grade teams fill me. the big question can they make it three in a row
1: depends I I don't know who they've got like they've lost experience they've lost Jacob Loco and they lost Jake.
0: Yeah, although I've heard Jake Mullaney's still floating around. But yeah, I, but
1: he's I, not not playing. I think he's in some sort of behind the scenes capacity. He's certainly
0: going to be coaching first grade. Yeah. But I, I think I've still heard that. Yeah, you know, oh, he,
1: he may have a run if they, if injuries come in. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: he's still available. Should he be needed? But certainly the option is not to play. Not more, to play unless he has more weeks yeah. than more You'll yeah, have more games play. on
1: the sideline than he will have on the field.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, but just the experience they have, can they make it three in a row? They've lost Mulaney. they've lost Loco, Loco still as fit as a, a yeah. bull, played in the rep side only a couple of weeks ago, looks as fit as a bull, could run all day.
1: I, mean, I saw him when um, we went to the season launch, well, not a season launch, but um, Penny Terrapo, the new captain catch in New opened up a butcher shop Yes, in Cameltown, and um, we, had a, we had an opening and invited a few of us down there, and... Uh, his I think it's his sister is actually married to Jacob Loko, Ah. Or he's married to Jacob Loko's sister, sister, one of the what? two. Somewhere. And we saw Jacob and mate <laughs> he looked Yeah. He looked better than what he did when he was playing he was and we asked him what he was doing and he said he was boxing. Yeah. He's looking at having a boxing career, so he's doing a lot of different sort of training. So yeah. But it looks like he could still run around today if he wanted to. Oh,
0: absolutely. Well, he we played in the opening reps match for MacArthur West's Tigers a couple of weeks ago. Uh, certainly wasn't out of place by any means. Certainly wasn't out of place.
1: But I think this year more than the last two seasons, because last year was a bit of a hiatus with only a few games, yeah. I think there'll be a big target on Thilme's um, back.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I'm sure one team who has got them right in the radar is the runners-up from last year, Oakdale. Can they take that next step? Can they claim the trophy for the Borough
1: Well, they've they bought astutely in the off-season, like with the Brazilians. That's a big that's a big pickup. Mm. They, um, they did lack a bit in a few positions last year, which, but I think they've also lost Luke Ruland because I think he's gone to the West Tigers squad of, you know, one of the lowers, one of the lower grade yeah. squads or whatever. So I think they had to pick up the Brasingtons to um, try to fill in the vault. Well, they lost their halfback to Camden as captain coach. Yes. So they needed to um, pick up extra players, but they'll go close again this year.
0: Can they take that extra step? Can they take the Norman L. Day Cup, or, or will it be another year of not quite?
1: Um, jury's still out. Once again... Last year, their reserves, they didn't have a good season in reserve grade. Mm. So if they haven't picked up a lot of extra players and they don't have that depth, they may struggle if they get a few injuries. But based on what they did last year, they'll run close. They'll go very close.
0: The Oaks Tigers, very much a rebuilding stage at DCO, you would say. They've lost the Brasingtons, among others. But they have recruited well, a new coach, a new um, several new players, management or committee staff off the field. Yeah. A Big rebuild going on at DCO. Where do the Tigers sit in the scheme of things? Well, I
1: think the problem with the Tigers is they've got a couple of guys coming from Rugby Union mm. and depends on how they adapt Look, to the well, game. I mean, they probably played rugby league in their juniors and they didn't know it, but these are the new rules, the new, um, you know, the, the game's a lot faster. They do a lot more tackling in rugby league than they do in rugby union.
0: Oh, definitely. And one, you talk about those players, one that I know that will be a big addition and one to keep an eye on, Michael Midson. Uh, We were talking about this off air. A very good half, can play uh, half or 5'8", all fullback, and he's a goal kicker of some note. Can kick them when he's on. He can kick them from 40, 45 metres or further. Uh, that's what the, that's all what, around the park, is an excellent kicker. Well, that's and what the Oaks are going to need. A great boot-in field play as well.
1: Well, the Oaks are going to need a goal kicker because mm. Brasington was their goal kicker from last year. So he's gone. <laughs> so
0: No need to remind Oakdale of that. They remember the 2019 yes. elimination final. Yeah, so
1: it, it, it was good for them to be able to pick up a guy that can kick goals. Yeah. Because, you know, when you lose your goal kicker, as as we all know, you look through the NRL over the few seasons, teams that don't have a good goal kicker lose Just... matches by two or four points yeah. each weekend. And if you've got a good goal kicker, look at South. They win more games than they lose on the back of Adam Reynolds kicking seven he, out of seven from the sideline. Because he can kick them. You know, because you can kick goals. The yeah. clubs that don't have a decent goal kicker, like West Tigers last year, they lost four or five games because their goal kicker couldn't, couldn't kick them right in front. Yeah. So, you know, you need a good goal kicker. And if this guy is a good goal kicker, replaces Brazo, mate, the Oaks... I have got them in my top four or top five. Top five. I've got them in the top five.
0: Another team who I think would like to be in the top five come come August, Campbelltown City. Uh, a solidly year from the Ruse last year, looking to regroup and take another step forward under Mick Stevens.
1: Yeah, they've they've bought a couple I did see them on Facebook, but the names of the guys escaped me, but one or two of them I think that they picked up have had experience a at high, a higher level. They yes. might have played Ron Massey Cup or they might have played... Um, Shield. Shield or the reserve-grade NRL competition, yeah. Sydney, you know, the... Um, the New interest, South Wales Cup. Yeah, New South Wales Cup, for want of a better word. So they've picked up a couple of players from there. So, once again, depth.
0: Yeah, they, they, they're certainly going to be around the mark. Yeah, They would be aiming to make Fullwood a fortress once again. Yeah, They can, when they put it together... They can really produce.
1: Yeah, we've seen well, last year. We called a few of their games. We saw them put together some really good halves of football. But, but they then, need... but they need to be able to play a full eighty minutes. That's what I was about. They play they about to They play about sixty sixty five seventy minutes. They're they in the game. To, and need to and finish they, it off. Yeah, they lose it with ten to go, hmm. and that that just comes with um, experience of players. And
0: yep, uh, Mittagong. Well, the key signings: Lattimore, Goodwin. They've made some very smart signings in the off-season. you add adding the likes of Jeffrey, Economos, Townsend, McEwen, etc. Suddenly, they're a real threat for first grade. See, the problem with all clubs getting new players is the
1: gel. Mm. How do they blend in? How do they gel with their opposition? Yeah. You know, or, or with their with their teammates? You know, Because as we all know, teams of champions don't beat a champion team. Mm. So you could have 10... High quality players, but if they don't play well together and they don't gel as a as a team, they could struggle. So oh, that would be my only concern with Mittagong is how how it all how it all unfolds. How Minigong's reserve grade side last year were. Um, In the grand final.
0: Yes. So they have got a bit of depth. And if they've got the same or similar numbers under the likes of Simon Reid, they will again be around the mark in that reserve grade. Yep. They've certainly got the talent coming through, through the junior grades. And that's what you need. They're coming up. They're fielding a third grade side this year for the first time. Well, certainly since I've been...
1: I don't remember them playing third grade.
0: Certainly in the time I've been back covering Group 6, which is the best part of a decade, I can't remember them playing third grade. No,
1: I can't either. I know Mossvale
0: were at one stage. Became the uh, Highlands.
1: Yeah, but um, no, I don't believe Mittagong has had a third grade side.
0: I'm struggling. I'm sure there are people out there. I was going to say, if
1: there's anyone out there that knows, feel free to let us know, but uh, I I can't remember because I had a fair bit to do. With the third division, with the, yeah, with Nurellan, because I'd help Mick Janelli out as his ground manager, and I helped the set when we had two sides in it. I'd help the second side out from time to time. Yeah. so I had a fair bit to do with it, and um, I don't remember Mitogong being in it.
0: No, I, I'm I'm struggling to remember them. Now we get to the teams returning to the field this year. Camden first up, a perennial powerhouse. The big signing, Jared Brackenhofer, captain, coach, and halfback. The Rams. I, I suppose with these teams, we're really going into the unknown. Who have they got? What have they got? Yeah. What can they produce? Who,
1: who's come back that mm. didn't play last year? Yeah. Um,
0: what I'm hearing is it's a lot of the familiar faces. I've heard Mason Ceruto is back yeah, in
1: so I Yes, I've heard that. I've heard that through the grapevine that um, Mason's back. Yes. And once again, he's had experience at um, the Panthers. At higher uh, levels. Canterbury in their yep. um, state cup sides. Yeah.
0: But they, they're certainly... I mean, Camden's always tough, no matter what. I've heard what.
1: they've lost Ben Weir, though.
0: Uh, I heard I, Benny
1: Weirs not playing at Camden this year.
0: I ha- I haven't heard that, but if that's the case, that'll be a that'll bi- be a big hole. That'll be a big hole. I saw Benny Powers playing in the uh, rep side for Macarthur West's Tigers, and he looked very, very solid. Look sharp. Yeah, looked very solid. Uh, the the mob they love to hate over the Razorback ma- over the Razorback Range in the black and white. We know who they are. They're the Picton Magpies. We know. Talima Tautai, Timmy Dengate uh, leading the Magpie charge this year. Will the Magpie Army fire up due to success on the field?
1: Once again, they're they're going to be the unknown. Who, Apart from the ones that you mentioned, who else has come
0: back? I know Billy Carroll's back. Yeah. Uh, I believe they do have another forward who does have some higher honours experience. I spoke to Billy recently. He told me they have got a couple of signings, but a lot of local juniors coming back, a lot of local players coming back to the club after a year off.
1: Yeah, I think we'll, we'll know more about these sides Week two, week three. After they yeah. played a couple of games, we're just you know flying blindly because the last time we saw Picton, they were in a grand final against the 2019, yeah. And um, what a game that know, was! That was one of the best games of football I'd <laughs> seen for a long time. Oh. And you know, if they could, if they can capture that form, they'll be you know they'll be there or thereabouts again too.
0: They certainly will. Club you know very well, the Norellan Jets. We've mentioned Penny Terapo. What's the talk out at Crane Oval? What's the the mood and the feeling coming into the new year under a new coach?
1: Well, we've lost a few players too. Um, Local juniors that have been with the club for quite a few years have gone off to um, greener pastures, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, They've lost their halfback, their hooker, uh, one of their first-grade wingers. So three first-graders have gone out to um, Oakdale. So um, well, they've recruited Penny Terrapo.
0: Yeah. That's a massive signing in itself.
1: mate. Not only does the you know, he's a good footballer, but he's one of the nicest guys I've actually met. I went, I met him for the first time that one night, and I went to his shop a couple of weeks after that. Oh, Greg, how you going, mate? You know, so he yeah. he tries to remember everybody that he meets, yeah. talks to everybody. Um, the, from what I've been hearing, I haven't gone out there, but what I'm hearing, the mood of training's fantastic. Oh, that's good. Everyone's uh, everyone's enjoying them. They're all training. Numbers. As, they're training as a squad. The men's and the women's and the uh, league tag and the tackle the ladies tackle are all training together.
0: I suppose the key. What are the numbers like?
1: Well, we're looking at um, first grade, reserve grade, 18s, and possibly third division again. Okay. Um, Ladies tackles struggling for numbers. Um, League tag will always have at least one team anyway. At least one team? At least one team, if not two.
0: Okay.
1: So, um, yeah, I can see. um, But see. I'm hearing all these weird and wonderful things about how the draw (laughs) is going to work. You know, are you playing Friday nights, Saturday nights? Is that ladies comp going to be one day? Um, Is it going to be that I'm hearing the ladies tackle, the 18s, reserve grade and first grade are on one day. And then the league tag and the second divisions, the the thirds are on another side. So that always affects numbers for players and...
0: Um, I, I, I've only seen the draws that have been released And, it, put, the and it
1: puts pressure on the, the clubs because, yeah. you know, you've got to... Group of volunteers on a Saturday, and they've got to come to you. Got a home game that weekend, and you've got both days. Mm. You've got to come back the second day, and it's always going to be hard to get people to back up two days in a row on yeah, the weekend, exactly. especially if you're behind the barbecue all day, you're in the canteen, yeah, you know, cleaning up the field that night before the next before day, the next you know, day, emptying yeah. the bins, and yeah, you know, it's all it's going to put pressure on a lot of the clubs,
0: certainly will. Um, I've only seen the draws that have been made available by the group. Uh, firsts, first seconds, and 18s, hmm. they're all listed for Sundays. Yeah, they're all uh, Barring their, the odd Saturday night match yeah. where there's a first grade fixture, but they're all scheduled for Sundays uh, in consecutive uh, matches. The, the the other grades you talked about, they haven't released a draw yet. No. Not yet anyway.
1: But that, that's the thing. You just don't know how it's going to work.
0: Yeah, it'll, I it'll mean, be interesting.
1: It, it was. It would have been hard, like last year, for a club like Narellon had a mm. that fielded teams in every competition and two and two ladies teams. Mm. You know, to have a home game, you'd be starting at six o'clock starting in the morning. You'd be starting at six o'clock in the morning for first grade the to kick off at three. You know, yeah. with yeah. the numbers, but. Um,
0: and, and and I guess uh, moving on to the the final team in the first grade draw. Anyway, uh, the newest team on the block. They've only had one season in the competition. They're playing first grade. The Southwest Goannas. It really is the great unknown for them. They're a new team in first grade. No one really knows what to expect from the Goannas. Yeah, the
1: reserve grade. They played reserve grade.
0: They did and third grade, and third last, grade year. last
1: year. Reserve grade. I don't think made the semis. No, I
0: don't think they did. But they were certainly competitive. Were, yeah, I know they, were they, were they certainly. Competitive. Competitive.
1: But for them to be successful, and we all wish them yes plenty of success. Yes. They've had to. They've got to buy players.
0: Yeah, I, as I said... They I have just,
1: to go out into the market and get players. I don't know what their
0: recruitment's been like. What's I, their
1: juniors? Yeah, where, do they, where, where are they from? Do they have, do they have junior clubs? Where do I, get,
0: I'm not sure. Do,
1: yeah, that's what I mean. Do they have a feeder of juniors coming in or do they have to go out and, oh, listen, you've got a brother that wants to play. You've got a mate, ring them up and get him to come down. But if they can recruit and get some good players, time will tell.
0: Yeah, and I do know as we uh, head into the draw for round one of first grade. Um, round one looks as such. Uh, Saturday, 5.30pm, uh, Dudley Chesham Oval, it's the Battle of burra the Oaks and Oakdale to kick off the season. Then it's 7pm on the Saturday night. I believe that's when it's going to be held. Thurlmere and Picton, the Wallandilly Derby on a Saturday night. Uh, I believe they're also having an old boys' day as well on that day. So that could be a massive day down in the Dilly. The Sunday afternoon, two games, both scheduled for 2.30. Camden and Norellin at Kirkham Park. Another
1: rivalry. Yes. I and mean, This is the rivalry round, isn't
0: it? I it guess. is. Un- un- unabashed uh, rivalry Until round. Until
1: get to um, City and the Goannas. Well, uh, they uh, haven't had a chance to have a rivalry yet. So not yet. They could develop, that could develop into a great rivalry.
0: Well, you've got, a, I guess, Campbelltown versus Camden with Cam- the Goannas being based at Onslow, Overling, uh, Southern Camden. Um, you do have that Campbelltown versus Camden rivalry. Yeah, rivalry, yeah. Uh, but that's the draw for round one. Uh, we will confirm broadcast matches a little bit closer to to time but we do have a, a a bit of an idea and i can tell you the goannas their first home game we will be calling that is on april 17 uh 6 30 start for first grade at Onslow, and they take on picton so that's a that's a good initiation to uh to home football in in group six
1: yeah and that will be out then we'll be able to tell crowd wise where do they have a Big following, because with the preserves and thirds it, it was a bit difficult to yeah to um get a gauge on the numbers that they had, mm. but when because they didn't really have a home ground last year, no, so now with them being based purely and simply at Camden, play the supporters will know where to go, yep they'll get known the locals that don't want to go out to Kirkham that live closer into the Camden In, Dinn- area uh, we'll just wander through and i yeah. it's near the pubs, so the guys from the pubs yeah. will
0: probably come the, down the uh,
1: Crown Hotel yeah we'll go down have a feed on the Sunday over then go down and watch a bit of local go footy go over the
0: back and watch a bit of footy Um, So, yeah, that's the draw for round one of Group 6 2020, uh, first grade. And we should also mention the biggest news of the lot, a new major sponsor for Group 6 Rugby League in 2020. And we should say a a massive thank you and congratulations to Wests MacArthur for coming on board as the major sponsor this year.
1: Yeah. And it's it's sad to lose Bargo because Bargo Sports Club because they've been you know they've been a, a good host and a good naming rights sponsor for the um, competition for the last few years. But it's it's great to have um, a club like Wests
0: on board. Oh, absolutely! It will be a, a massive benefit, uh, not just uh, in terms of the, the recognition, but uh, will be a massive boost to the group as a whole to have someone like Wests MacArthur. And having,
1: and having West MacArthur involved the local kids that are coming through mm. could develop a pathway into the West Tigers.
0: Oh, no doubt. And I'm sure the Tigers officials we were talking off air, um, former first grader Shannon Gallant, now heavily involved in junior development. Uh, and with, um, with the West Tigers, yeah. Yeah, so no All doubt. The West he-
1: Magpies, I think he's... Got got a lot of work with the the Maggies as well as obviously the Tigers as well.
0: Yeah, and uh, heavily involved in the junior side of things. So I'm sure Shannon will have his hands full uh, checking out what what all the teams around the district. Uh, oh,
1: I'm sure he'll be travelling uh, on weekends <laughs> when he's not involved with you know with a team or so. Because I know he coaches his young blokes' yes. side, and yeah, uh, you know, he's got a bit of involvement with there. But I'm sure he'll um, get around and. Um, Hide in the bushes and
0: uh, try, <laughs> Mind to, you, try to try to steal players. When you're as short as Shannon is, and, and we love uh, Shannon, but let's face it, Shannon was not renowned for being six foot four and 115 kilos. No, no. <laughs> as someone who's uh, vertically challenged himself, I know how it feels. But uh, that's the draw for round one of 2021 in first grade. As we said, uh, the lower grades, the women, and the league tag are not. Uh, the draws have not been released as yet. Uh, and third grade as well. Those draws aren't out yet, so keep your eyes peeled. They'll de- they'll be out no doubt soon, and uh, we'll hopefully have uh, plenty of football coming up in the uh, coming weeks. So t- April ten and eleven.
1: Well, let's hope. It's more than five
0: rounds. Oh, well, I I think on the current path, uh, all the co- all competitions around the region that are taking place, they're all scheduling a full season. Yep. Things are certainly on the up and up. We so can only hope. We we are hoping. Uh, we'll be out and about on uh, on that weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be on double duty that weekend, Craig. So hope you've got your uh, brownie points in the bag because you're going to need them.
1: I have to buy a packet of um, <laughs> butter menthols for the for the throat. Yes, we'll get, right.
0: keep the larynx nice and loose and the,
1: yeah, no, the tonsils we'll be, ready, mate. Her indoors is glad to get rid of me on weekends, mate. So um, <laughs>
0: I know the feeling. Believe me, I know the feeling. I,
1: she gets more work done around the place when I'm not home, so <laughs> yes. I tend to get in the way. So it's it's always good when I go out and about. Yes,
0: yeah, always good to get out of the house a away.
1: Nothing, there's nothing better than a Sunday afternoon at a local footy game. At home. the footy, yep. Local footy, how good is it? Pie and a beer on the hill. Oh, yes. Cheering on your favourite club or cheering your, fav- your favourite township.
0: Yep, your local team. Get behind them. This is the year to rally behind your team, your town. The bragging rights are on the line. The Battle of Baragarang. It's, now, a, it's six kilometres.
1: This year, we've got all the teams back. Yeah, Rowlands are back, Camden's back, Picton's back.
0: As a famous song once said, everybody's back. That's it. So, uh, yeah, round one, we've got the Derbies. The, who's going to have bragging rights in the Borough Garang? Wall and Dilly, and Picton on a Saturday night. How big is that going to be at Thurmyer? Well,
1: as, as we said before, Picton are going to be the dark horse. We don't know what they've got. We yep. know what Thurmyer has. We know what Thurmyer did last year in a shortened season. Picton's, once again, the unknown quantity. Camden's an unknown quantity. Camden and Norella. Norella didn't play first grade last year after round one. Camden didn't play at all last year. The two two teams are coming back. It's like they're both coming back into from not having a first grade season last year. And then
0: City building from last year... The new boys in town, the Gawanas, the red and white. Well it's more of a scarlet. I don't know if you've
1: yeah, seen Yeah, yeah, it's a weird a weird It, it reminds
0: me very much of the old Illawarra Scarlet.
1: Yes. I yeah. will
0: put that on record and I'm happy to be corrected. But with the with
1: Mossvale not being there, there's no red and white, so No, it does remind they're me they're not gonna of, clash with anybody.
0: It does remind me of the Illawarra Scarlet. So the new boys take on City round one, Midagon get the week off to freshen up. Their first match is at home to Campbelltown City, the Corkery Andrews Cup, in round two. So... There's are healthy rivalry to kick off their season. So
1: you want to go to Mo- you want to go to Mittagong early. You don't want to go to yes. Mittagong June, July, August. Oh
0: no, that's uh,
1: especially if they play on a Saturday night. On a
0: Saturday night, that is, oh dear,
1: <laughs> home ground advantage is not so much home ground advantage. <laughs> it's home weather advantage.
0: Yes. you and I could both tell some stories of trips to the Highlands in the much cooler months. And uh... oh, I remember <laughs> yes.
1: Narellan and Moss one Saturday night. Uh. We couldn't see on the way home. It was that foggy. <laughs> we were driving, you know, we got it. The club hired a minibus yeah. to take all the first graders down and, and back. back. And believe me, <laughs> it was a fun trip on the Slow way down. On but on the way home, it was very hairy.
0: Yeah, I can remember one well known uh, club official from the red and white half of the, the Highlands one Saturday night uh, down at Community Oval telling me it wasn't that cold. Then I pulled out my phone at halftime and had a look. After cursing him up and down Dale, I think it said it was three degrees on this particular night. Yeah,
1: but Mott's for locals, <laughs> that ain't cold.
0: <laughs> no, and this particular person, he was adamant it was not a cold night by any means. Anything above zero is warm. Is warm. And having having been in the uh, in some cool climates uh, during the years, um, I, I can attest to that. Yeah, uh, I, I, there are some stories for. A, uh, another podcast or another another day. We could probably do a
1: podcast on <laughs> freezing cold football games.
0: Yes. I, I've got two or three that come to was, mind off the top of my
1: head. The one that I remembered the most was in the NRL when the West Tigers played Canberra. In the snow. In the snow. Yes. That was probably, apart from the ones you watched on the TV back in the day of Rex Moss yeah, and all that, yeah. from the, when they played the English games. Yes. And Australia did the kangaroo tours to the yes, UK the old, in the middle of winter. Yes. I hadn't seen anything like that, but that Tigers game. Yes. In 2000. They got off the field in in, hands in hot water. Yeah. Just because their hands were freezing over.
0: I, I could tell some stories, a couple of towns just to briefly touch on. Lithgow, Blaney, um, Armadale, Gyra, just a couple of Even
1: mention. in our area, Robertson.
0: Oh, Robertson can be very Robertson cold. Robertson
1: on a Saturday night.
0: Oh, yes. At the Hindmarsh Dairy. Dairy, yes, that can be very cold. On that note, I think we'll leave it there. Craig, we'll talk again before round one. Can't wait for the footy to get underway.
1: And hope your team wins.
0: Yes, good luck, everybody. The season ahead is coming. It'll be here before you know it. And you'll hear it. Group 6 League Live only on MacArthur Sports Radio.